Hey, it's Eric G. Around the House is sponsored by Baldwin Hardware. For 75 years, Baldwin Hardware has been known for its first-class quality and craftsmanship in door and cabinetry hardware. As an alumnus of the Baldwin Hardware Design Council, I can say I have seen the details and quality from design to the finished product. If you're looking for a new style and old-world craftsmanship, I can tell you there is only one Baldwin Hardware. Check out what would look great in your home at baldwinhardware.com. It's around the house. You know, if you're a household of four people, you know, you're probably going through at least two towels per person per week. That's an entire load of laundry of towels a week that you have to wash. If you can use a single towel a whole week, you cut your laundry loads in half um, right off the bat. And so, you know, an average towel warmer is like 150 watts. So it's like two or three incandescent light bulbs. Compare that to uh, you know, dryers are somewhere between what, like two to 5,000 watts on average. And then you've got your washing machines. And then for me, on top of that, it's, it's the time. You can't get time back. You know, you can't put a, a dollar value on time. Um, so it, not only is it the cost savings, but I mean, for me, laundry is a bane of my existence. And I will literally leave my laundry, whether it's towels or clothes in the dryer or in the hamper until I don't have anything in my drawers to pull up, pull out again. When it comes to remodeling and renovating your home, there is a lot to know, but we've got you covered. This is Around the House. Welcome to the Around the House show. This is where we help you through your home, through information and education. Thanks for joining us today. We're gonna heat things up a little bit today. And uh, I can say this as I'm a firm believer because I have one in my house. We've got Peter and Harris from Amba Products. This is the most crazy, heated towel racks that you could put in your home. Thanks for coming on the show, guys. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks, Eric. This is great. Well, let's talk about what you guys do. I know I kind of let the cat out of the bag early there, but man, I tell you what, uh, I've stayed at people's house and I've had it, you know, for a weekend, but until you put one in your own home, it changed how I do laundry, how I take a shower, uh, all of those things. Uh, it's a life changer and something so simple. I did not predict. Yeah, it's, uh, it's quite a, I don't know if I'd say revolutionary product, but it's, it's certainly something as you, you kind of nailed it right on the head, that will change your, your morning, your bathing routine. Uh, I don't know if I'd go so far as to say your life. Uh, but, um, <laughs> you know, it's, it's really something that a lot of people don't, know what they're missing until they've experienced it. And then they kind of have that aha moment where they're like, holy crap, how have I lived my life this long without this product? Um, so yeah, here at uh, Amba Products, we are a uh, manufacturing distributor of towel warmers or heated towel racks, uh, uh, kind of yeah. a very niche market in the interior design product world. Um, but yeah, it's a, it's a great, great product that we're trying to uh, kind of spread the gospel to around the, the U.S. And, and North America. Nice. Harris, let's talk about you for just a second. What's your role there? Uh, so I'm the general manager here. Um, so uh, kind of wear one of many different hats, uh, depending on the time of the day. Um, so I do sales for the Midwest and West part of the, the U.S., um, and then I work with our factories on product R and D, um, and, uh, get involved with our operations manager with purchasing, um, 
and and just you know people managing, making sure the team is is operating in and full force, and everybody's happy, and uh, you know we're doing the best we can to provide the the greatest product and service uh, and support to our customers and, and their clients. Nice man, Peter. Let's talk about you for a second. Welcome to the show, man. Yes, sir. Thanks for having us. Yeah, uh, myself, I work. Uh, I do basically anything from marketing to visualization. So any of the okay. the photography, the renderings, uh, all the way to the website to uh, supporting the sales staff. Uh, you know, through web scraping and and for data collection, present. You know, basically anything that touches graphic design, marketing. Uh, you know, small business. Uh, fun times when, as Harris says, we wear many hats of many different sizes, colors, and shapes. Uh, so it's, it's a, you know, fun process to, to really be, you know, uh, working on a different things, but also having that input, uh, you know, between all yeah. of our coworkers. Uh, you know, we, we've, Harris and I, uh, we actually went to school together, uh, I think kindergarten, in fact. So mm-hmm. uh, oh, we've known each cool. other for a long time. Um, so, you know, we it's, have it's stories to, then. Oh, absolutely. Uh, way too many. Um, but, um, you know, it's it's great to have that, uh, especially when something uh, we're all sort of passionate. We all kind of uh, experience this with our own towel rack. So, you know, once you get used to it, we sort of say uh, having going without one is really it's, it's definitely a first world problem, as they say. Uh, you yeah. know, oh, my towel rack turned off and I forgot to turn it back on and now I have to, now I have to shower with the, with the cold towel like this cold is. Cold towel. Ah, oh, this is the worst, you know. I mean, it's so... Uh, yeah, no, but it's it's, it's, it's it's great. It's funny. It's like heated seats in a car. Once you've had it, you feel like you get robbed anytime you don't have it. Absolutely. Exactly. I, I kind of, uh, you know, correlate towel warmers to, you know, more in the same kind of industry to the bidet toilet seats and the heated toilet seats that, that people are going for. And it's, you know, people are like, oh, I don't need a bidet. I've, you know, I've used a regular toilet for my entire life. And Americans have used regular toilets for, for generations. Why would I need something that's going to do all these weird, funky, fancy things? And then, yep. you know, they experience one and they're like, all right, I need to put one in there in my master bathroom, in my guest bathroom, in the kid's bathroom. <laughs> um, and it's, you know, it's guilty as charged, by the way. Exactly. Yeah. It's, oh, yeah. it's one of those products that you're like, you know, it's the, the fear of the unknown almost, if you will. Uh, oh, it is that you the know, Americans have a fear of the to- of the bidet toilet seat. There yeah. is a honest to God fear of oh, there's buttons and this thing looks like it could eat me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so it's, it's your most really, vulnerable. Yeah, I definitely <laughs> correlate towel warmers or heated towel racks to kind of those bidet toilets is something that most people don't think that they want until they try it and they're like, "Wow, this is unbelievable." But it's also What's something that we interact with every oh, day. I mean, towel racks, yeah. uh, you know, we've had towel bars of all str- So it's, it's something that you've never really thought to be like, you know, is there a better option? Is there something that's more modern, more, uh, you know, has benefits built into it and can really work for me versus, you know, we use our towels every day. I don't think that there's a lot of, you know, appliances and stuff that we, you know, of that scale, I guess, that we would use on a daily basis. And I mean, for some of us who shower twice a day, you know, that's two interactions and, and uh, you know, that's a pretty intimate relationship you have with your towel um and you know you, if you didn't know that you could be helping out your towel by putting it on a heated rack you know you're, that's a whole new world of possibility and, and benefits that you don't even know exist so once you do it's sort of if you open the floodgates and uh you're like wow i, I i've used my towel for a week and it still feels like it just came out of the dryer sort of just washed it um and that's something that it's it's from a marketing perspective it's very difficult to convey that because it is such a tactile uh, experience really when you reach and you grab that towel and it's just sort of this, um, 
I've had friends, especially that shower in the mornings and the night. And, you know, sometimes that towel is still dry, damp in the morning and talk about, you know, you're starting off your day. hundred percent. I'm the same way. If I'm out, you know, get up in the morning, take a shower. I go out and film DIY stuff for my TV show. I come back in and with our weather now it's 90 degrees. And so I, you oh, know, yeah. I, I get home and I'm like getting the sawdust and sweat off of me yeah. before that towel could be easily damp in the late afternoon yeah. from the shower in the morning. Or I'll get home and I want to take a steam shower and I sit there and, oh my gosh, I just, I just got beat today. And, and having a cool, damp towel is not good. And what I'm going to do, wash it every day. That doesn't make sense either. So the energy savings to me, even on the laundry side of thing is a game changer. Absolutely. And that's something that we, we try to push a lot when we're, we're talking to customers and, and end users and, and just educate the the general public about it is, you know, it costs a lot of money, it uses a lot of electricity and water to wash and dry towels. You know, if you're a household of four people, you know, you're probably going through at least two towels per person per week. That's an entire load of laundry of towels a week that you have to wash. If you can use a single towel a whole week, you cut your laundry loads in half um, right off the bat. And so, you know, an average towel warmer is like 150 watts. So it's like two or three incandescent light bulbs. Compare that yeah. to, uh, you know, dryers are somewhere between what, like two to 5,000 watts on average. And then you've got your washing machines. And then for me, on top of that, it's, it's the time. You can't get time back. You know, you can't put a, yep. a dollar value on time. Um, so it, not only is it the cost savings, but I mean, for me, laundry is the bane of my existence. And I will literally leave my laundry, whether it's towels or clothes in the laundry machine or, or sorry, in the dryer or in the hamper until... I don't have anything in my drawers to pull out, pull out. Again. <laughs> so you know, if I can save, yep. save that time and, and not have to do that thing that I really dislike, um, you know, I will do everything that I can to uh, avoid it. So, you know, Peter, you brought up a great comment as well. They're just, just a point that I want to make sure that we, we highlight because it's so important. If you're that person that takes two showers a day, you need to have one of these. Absolutely. And, and it's going to save you money in the long run. Just plant it into your project. It's not that hard to bring electrical over, really. An electrician can do it if you're not capable. It can be done. It's just drywall. You know, you can get in there and do it. And it's a game changer. Yeah. And it's it's regular, you know, 110, 120 volt circuits. It doesn't need dedicated or uh, it doesn't need a dedicated circuit. So, um, like you said, it doesn't require anything fancy besides an electrical um, supply, which, you know, yeah. is, is very easy to run. I had run one when I designed my bathroom. I knew I was going to put one in. So I had left a circuit ready to go right there for it. So it was one of those things that I had it in the wall ready to go when it happened. But it's just like everything else. When you are planning for that bathroom remodel, there's two things that people forget to do. They forget to run power for the toilet. Yeah. They forget to run it for the towel warmer. And it's so inexpensive when you're doing it, whether or not you're going to do it now, bring it in, put an outlet there if you have to, yep. but just, you know, it's so simple to do it when the walls are open and uh, there's basically zero cost to that. I mean, you, you may not have a little bit in wire and, a, and an outlet yeah. and some time for an electrician, but when it's open, it, you're not going to even notice it on the budget. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, to, to your point that you made earlier, as far, you know, showering twice a day, I mean, even showering once a day where, where you live and where we are in, in Atlanta, you know, it is humid, you know, pretty much 12 months out of the year. Um, Absolutely. And so 
just your towel, even if it's just a single use a day, does not dry within that you know 24 hour time period just because of the ambient humidity in the air. Um, so so having that towel on a heated towel rack dries it out. Um, we actually found a um, a scientific lab in Houston. Uh, I think this was last year. Um, we've been we'd always talked about the benefits of towel warmers from a health standpoint. Um, sure. Didn't really necessarily have hard facts to back it up. And so we found this lab in Houston. We sent them two of our freestanding towel warmers and a half dozen towels. They, they put three towels on each and they'd replicate daily use, wetting the towels each day. And then they'd take little coupons or samples from it and um, measure bacteria growth on, on that. Mm-hmm. And what we found after three days of regular use, daily use, uh, the towels that were dried on the heated towel rack had a 94% reduction in bacteria growth compared to the towels that were on the non-heated or equivalent to a towel bar. Um, and then after seven days, it was a 99% reduction in bacteria growth on the towels that were dried on a heated towel rack. So not only does it give you that luxury, that comfort, that pampering of a nice warm towel or bathrobe, um, but it's got health and wellness benefits. You know, we're, we're now kind of merging almost kind of, I don't know if we can quite say post-COVID era, but, you know, people are still very, very concerned, have a much more kind of heightened sure. awareness and sensitivity to viruses and bacteria and just their overall health and wellness. Um, they don't necessarily think about their towels being a contributor to, you know, potential harmful effects. Certainly if you have respiratory issues, that musty, funky smell that you smell on your towel after two or three days of use, that's bacteria growth. And that can give up, you know, kind of spit out spores and stuff like that into the air that could potentially exacerbate respiratory issues if you have those. Um, so having a, a towel warmer in your bathroom is going to improve the health and wellness of yourself and your experience, you know, in your morning or evening or, you know, twice a day bathing routine. Um, so it's huge. I mean, and the bathroom is, is, is one of the most, you know, germiest places in the house. Yeah. I think it's only second to the kitchen, but if you're, why are you washing yourself up, getting all clean and then wiping yourself down to the dirty towel? Exactly. And it's this idea that, you know, oh, I'm clean. I've just used shampoo and and soap. I'm fine. My towel doesn't need to be washed. You still have oils, skin cells, and all that kind of stuff that makes this this delicious biological cocktail that bacteria feed off of. So, I mean, you you might be the cleanest person in the world, but that towel, if it's sitting there, it is a perfect Petri dish for bacteria. You've got a damp condition. You've got a, you know, nice uh, uh, kind of airy material to to grow through. It's just, it's it's sort of a, a perfect condition. So, I mean, obviously... You know, if you're as clean as your towel uh, at the end of the day, right. uh, when it comes down to it, yeah. um, and that's something I mean, and a abs- lot of people don't actually think about it. Even uh, is the health concerns. You know, the, 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 I, I would say, you know, from a, a a boundary standpoint, where people look at this, when people do not understand that they can do all these things, they look at the price tag and they say, "Well, this is a couple hundred dollars." You know this is just a rack. And it's really, once you say, well, no, it's pre, you know, before you shower, it's, it is, your towel is going to get it warm. You're after the shower, it's going to be warm. It's going to be comfortable. It's going to be dry. It's going to be bacteria free. When you put it back on the rack, it's going to be dry within, you know, half an hour, uh, 45 minutes, and it's going to be back to normal. I mean, those are things that you have to uh, really go through the process and understand it and experience it. And then, you know, it's, it's sort of like a, exactly like the bidet toilet. It's like, how did we live without this? You know, uh, Exactly. Pretty much. And then, you know, you guys, let's let's switch it up a little bit. You guys have made some really pretty ones, too. These look great. This is not like your your 1920s 
steam chrome thing that goes in the in the in the bathroom. This really has a beautiful decorative look, different styles for every home. And then you guys have the finishes to match. Yeah, no, absolutely. That's as as the only product as a company that we sell, that we offer, bring to the market. We wanted to make sure that we have the widest variety of not only styles from contemporary, modern square bars, uh, which is what you put in your home, um, you know, to transitional with round bars to more traditional that have like finial accents. Um, you know, so we've got quite a variety of styles. Um, but I think right now, even more important than, than styles is finishes. Finishes right now is, is kind of the name of the game in the industry. Um, and so we stock uh, now 10 different finishes. We just launched our, our newest finish actually last week. Um, <clears throat> a brushed bronze finish. Um, and so we've got it from brushed bronze to matte black, satin brass, polished gold, kind of your standard polish and brush stainless steels. We've got polish and brush nickel. Um, and kind of a, a unique thing about us is we can also do custom finishes. So whether it's ah. what they call in Europe, RAL color codes, which is the equivalent to Pantone color codes here. So mm-hmm. basically any color of the rainbow, um, but we can also color match other manufacturers finishes. So if you're working with another manufacturer on your shower heads and faucets and, and you know, whatnot, other um, fixtures in the bathroom, we can color match uh, a towel warmer to match or accent um, the rest of those fixtures. So that way you have a cohesive coordinated look in your bathroom and don't have, you know, mismatching fixtures and stuff, um, which I think. See, that's the problem, Harris, out there is, is that every company out there that's making fixtures decided to come out and go, we're going to have our own color. You know, so, you know, let's, I'll throw Brizo out there as an example, because exactly. they're one of them, mm-hmm. you know, and love the people at Brizo awesome people. But I tell you what, as a designer going, okay, how am I going to get this to match and this to match when it's a product that they don't make? It's always a challenge. And having that custom ability for a finish is massive, as you know, because nobody wants to go, oh, I got kind of close because kind of close looks really bad. You almost better to go to a a two-tone color, which isn't optimal. Yeah. Right. You know, you thought we would have learned from, you know, 10 or 15 years ago with the, the Aura bronze issue from <laughs> your very dark chocolate browns to your Tuscan bronzes and kind of everything in between that. All right. That was just a, a calamity of, of different colors and variations. Let's try to put some kind of structural organization behind these finishes. But but now every brand, you know, has to have their their own way of doing things. Um, so and their that, own special cool names to go along exactly. with it that you know not, not doesn't necessarily have anything to do with the actual color. It just sort of oh, this reminds me of honey. So it's this is honey bronze now. So yeah. good yeah. luck if you have a different kind of honey out there. Uh, you know, tough luck. Uh, this is my interpretation, and we're yeah. sticking with it. So yeah, yeah. It's as, like for colors, visualization, right? everybody standpoint. has it. It's like paint colors. Everybody, you go to a paint store, everybody's got a different name for everything. It could be the exact same colors, but it's two different names. Yeah. But it just gives us that opportunity to, to you know, slide in with these options for custom finishes. So for those situations where the customer does have that, that problem of trying to match fixtures um, and finishes, uh, we can do that. So that's, that's something that's unique and sets us apart from many of our, our competitors in the, in the market. 
So if people are wanting to look and start to design this out, where do you suggest they start? You know, as far as, okay, I'm thinking about putting in a, a towel warmer because I need to have one in my place, you know, for the master, for instance, which is probably the most common place. Or or even if you've got kids, that hall, that hall bathroom for all the kids, because you've got three kids running through tubs every night, you're just trying to keep everything clean. What's the best way to start with that? So I think in my opinion, first of all, it's, it's, coming up with an approximate size for the unit. Um, you need to know based upon where, well, first of all, to your very original point is electricity. You got to make sure where you're going to put it, there's electricity. Because no matter how hard you try, if there's not electricity, unless you're some wizard that you, you haven't shared your you know special features <laughs> with us. Nikolai Tesla's Tesla yep. secret ACDC. Exactly. <laughs> um, Without electricity, it's just going to be a very fancy, very expensive towel rack. Um, so obviously, yep. picking the space where you have electricity, figuring out what those approximate dimensions or space that you have to work within. Once you've got those kind of set, um, then it's trying to figure out, you know, what kind of style. Are you very modern and contemporary? You're going to want some kind of clean, straight lines and, and sharp edges, or are you a bit more transitional or traditional, um, and then finish. So those are kind of the three initial point that, that I would start with is, is the size, the style, and the finish. Um, you know, on our website, we've got um, nine different collections. There's kind of a, a way that you can see each of the different collections. I call it like the forest from the trees as far as the different uh, yeah. styles. And then once, you know, you can kind of see the style that you're gravitating towards based upon the aesthetic that you're going within that bathroom, um, then you can kind of drill down into that specific collection and we'll show you all of the different sizes that we offer. Um, and then you can kind of start going through the sizes, seeing, okay, what's going to fit best for not only the space that you're looking or that you have to work with, but also how many towels or how many people are going to use this towel warmer. So if it's a primary bathroom, maybe it's two towels, or maybe you have kids as well, and they always shower in your bathroom instead of their own. So it's actually going to hold four towels or something like that. Um, so you'll want to pick a unit that's going to hold the number of towels easily that you're planning to use in that specific bathroom. So that's typically where, where I would suggest people start is, is the size, the style, um, and then the finish. And maybe you've got to pick two out of those three to really, you know, maybe there's not something that we have as a stocked item that's going to nail all three of those on the head. Um, you know, we do have, as I said, those special order options where you can do both, both custom sizes and custom finishes. Um, but at least if you're looking for something that's readily available, you know, maybe a week to two week lead time, um, maybe you have to sacrifice one of those. I ideally, I think you probably would be able to find something that nails all three on the head, but um, otherwise size and either style or finish um, and, and start in there. Yeah, and I think one other component, though, is uh, it's some it, it kind of falls under the size is really is like the sort of the output of the unit. Um, you know, we do since we are I mean, we, I think we are the the only speciality supplier that we only do towel racks. So obviously we have a range, you know, price range, heat range, output, all of that. Um, so and in fact, I mean, we we've actually made an effort to to really stick to heated towel racks as the nomenclature because it's mm -hmm. very specific to what we do. You know, a lot of people say towel warmer, which is technically it's true. But, you know, there is existing towel warmers, which are sort of those little microwave boxes, um, yeah. you know, that are, or, or trays that you kind of pull out. Um, but, you know, those are purely, those are warming trays. Those are, you know, if you put a, a, a wet use towel in there, you're probably going to make a 
excellent sort of a nice little bread box oven for your bacteria uh, instead of clearing yeah. it um, in that case. So, um, you know, that is one thing that I would say, I mean, to be candid, it is actually an issue is people buy the, one of these racks and they'll buy a lower end model thinking, oh, I'll, I'll just, I just want to spend a couple hundred bucks, uh, not looking at the specs and realizing, hey, this is a 75 watt unit. You know, yeah. it is going to dry my towels, but it's not going to be, you know, the expectation of this. I pull my towel out of the tumble dryer and it's like this, like almost all encompassing right? warmth. It's like, ray, you know, and of course, you're mm-hmm. kind of ignorant of the fact that you just spent, you know, 1200 watts to 2000 watts for 45 minutes to get that towel that way. So, you know, it's, <laughs> it's, it's so sort of true. that expectation. It's like, you know, I put this thing on a rack for 15 minutes. Why is this not a hundred degree towel ready to go for, you know, I'm trying to steam my face and get open my pores. How, how yeah. come that's not the case? So, you know, it, it is a little bit of expectation, you know, with any, uh, when you're buying cars, there's a range of cars of different uh, speeds and gas consumption. So it's exactly the same. So, you know, that is one thing to also keep in mind is to, to pay attention to those specs. Um, and, Absolutely. you know, uh, don't don't expect um, you know to heat a room with a seventy five watt towel rack, for example. Um, so yeah, you're you're gonna have a a lukewarm towel at best because no matter what, you've got to have the energy to go into that towel. Yeah, and exactly. a towel is already insulated enough, and so you've got to be able to push through that to be able to do that and dry it. Otherwise, you've got one side of the towel that might be warm, but the other side that's on the you know, room side, for instance, if it's mm-hmm. folded over in half, for instance, you're not getting the outside of the towel warm at all with that. Yeah. Yep. And exactly. And, and that know. brings up uh, timers and, and other connections that we, I mean, accessories that you can uh, sort of pair with our racks. Uh, yeah, you so, guys I mean, have you know, a whole wide range of those from smart ones to countdowns. And let's talk about that because those are important accessories. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, Peter, you want to take that? Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, uh, we supply some uh, Leviton products that pair really well. And I mean, really, it, it comes down to what is your usage case? So, uh, for someone, I like to use the use case of military style. I'm up at 6.30, my shower. I shower at 7 o'clock every day. That is my regiment. I know exactly what my, my plan is. Then a programmable timer makes perfect sense because, you know, I'm going to have my towel pop on an hour and a half before I shower. I'm going to leave it on for three hours after. I know my towel is going to be good to go, and then that rack's going to turn off, and it's not going to be consuming any electricity. You know, so that's sort of the mindset. Uh, we also have countdown timers that we offer, which is, uh, you know, similar, but that's more of a, you know, I just got home. I'm going to hit this button to to have my towel rack be on for the next six hours, and you know, I will return and ha- have my shower in an hour or so. But I know that that towel rack is going to be off, and by the time it's off, my towel will be nice and dry. Uh, and ready to go for the next time. So, you know, then we have the smart functionality, which, you know, just like any smart functionality, it, it, it uses an app to schedule. You can use stuff like geolocating. So, you know, if you are leaving from work, for example, and you've had that uh, location sort of set in your phone, uh, you can have this app direct your towel rack to turn on the second you leave your office and you don't even have to worry about it. So it's just really about um, really operating your towel rack around when you use it um, and your use case. All of them are designed to be operated 24 hours a day, seven days a week. So, you know, I, I personally leave mine on. I don't think, you know, besides going on vacation, ours have been on for years. Um, yeah. And I don't have a problem with that. But that's also, I, I, you know, working from home, I maybe go and run in the morning or run in the evening. I want that towel to be ready whenever I want, uh, want a shower. I don't want to ever have a situation where I say, oh, you know, I want to take a shower. 
but now I have to wait an hour and a half because I refuse to take a shower with a cold towel. <laughs> so, you know, so those are just some ways of getting around that to sort of make them work a little bit better for you. But it's, it's not required. And I mean, what's great about our stuff, uh, you know, they're simple hardwired and plug-in appliances. Uh, if you don't like ours, you have a, a specific home automation system that you use that you have a, a preferred brand. If they have a hardwired controller, uh, it, you know, odds are it will work with our, our rack. So you're not really uh, beholden to our system or, or using Leviton's uh, ecosystem necessarily. Yeah. And it, it, yeah. But the nice thing is that's tried and true. So Absolutely. Yeah. Leviton is a, is a great brand. Um, the, the, they make some great products, which is why we've, we've been uh, selling their products uh, with, our, with our towel warmers for, for a number of years there. I wanted to expand real quickly on, on two of the, the timers. So the countdown timer, another situation or, or application where I found the countdown timers are very beneficial is maybe this is a, a vacation home or second home or somebody who has an Airbnb and they don't want to forget to have turned that towel warmer off or have a guest who have forgotten to turn that towel warmer off and have it just running um, without ne being necessary and consuming electricity when it's not needed. Um, so that's where those countdown timers can also come into um, come into play, being a very uh, ideal option for for the bathroom. Um, and with the programmable timers, you know, maybe you do have a very irregular schedule, as, as as Peter was saying, working from home. You know, he has a lot more flexibility than say people who have to be in the office every day or stuff like that. Um, you can also have it turn on at six o'clock in the morning and shut off at nine o'clock at night. And that way it runs throughout the entire part of the day when you would most likely shower, but then it's shut off at night when, you know, you know, you're not going to need it. So there, there's a bunch right. of different use cases and scenarios and, and variations within each of these different timers that you can use um, to really get the most out of the product for your lifestyle. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, it uh, for me, I'm the same way. Mine just runs 24-7. Yeah. I am not, uh, although I get up about the same time in the morning, the afternoon or evening or whenever is the part that I, I just don't want to go in there and 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 have to worry about not having that towel. So it's, all right, it's just going to run and doesn't use that much energy anyway. Correct. Absolutely. Exactly. So. But, uh, you know, it's different if I was living in Southern California where afternoon energy rates were going to nail me. I would probably look at something different and put in a timer, probably put the smart timer on so I could really control it and be able to go, hey, I know I'm going to work out this afternoon, so I'm going to fix this real quick yeah. and plan for it versus that. But yeah. uh, yeah. if I'm that organized. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so what do you see for, uh, I mean, this is something that I think people should be really looking at out there. What do you see in the future for, for where, where is this headed? I mean, this was big, you know, in the, in the steam days that you would see back in when people had steam, mm -hmm. you know, uh, heating their home. And then for some reason it went away for a while and now there's this big resurgence on it again. And maybe it's because of COVID and people were home and said, Hey, I'm going to make myself as comfortable as possible since I can't do anything mm -hmm. else. But it seems like this is just a, a growing segment and more and more people are finding out, you know, how one healthy it is and two, how comfortable it is. Yeah. I mean, I think, you know, for us, a, a big thing, obviously right now, the bathroom is, is the main location where, where towel warmers are being placed. And that's still where I would say 95 to 99% of our sales are. Um, but one thing that we're really trying to push more is, is the, the versatility of the product outside of the bathroom. There's a lot of places that people don't necessarily think about um, where they can provide a lot of functionality. So laundry rooms, 
is the second most popular location. There's a lot of things, um, particularly with ladies' clothing, but even myself, any uh, jerseys, T-shirts with printed logos, denim jeans, I don't put those in tumble dryer because the jeans shrink and then I can't put them on. Um, T-shirts with printed logos, the intensity from that tumble dryer will cause them to peel or crack or fade over time. And so having a, a towel warmer in, in a laundry room, it's it's a heated drying rack. You know, if you have a, a, a walk-in dedicated laundry room, most likely if space allows, you're going to have some sort of drying rack feature in there to hang anything sure. that cannot be put in the, the tumble dryer. And so if it's a heated drying rack, uh, not only will it help you get through that wash, dry, fold cycle much quicker because it's going to dry those uh, articles of clothing out quicker, it can provide de-wrinkling effects. So, you know, jeans don't get all wrinkled, t-shirts don't get all wrinkled and stuff like that. And they don't get hot enough to harm or damage, you know, the, the more delicate fabric. So silks and stuff like that, um, you know, cashmere sweaters and whatnot, and it doesn't shrink it like a tumble dryer would. So, um, you know, it's as far as where towel warmers are going within the home, they're going outside of the bathroom. So they're expanding into laundry rooms. Um, in addition to that, whether you call it a mudroom, a wet room, or a utility room, that's the other big, big location where they provide a lot of functionality. Whether it's the wintertime, uh, you know, maybe it's just snowed outside, kids have been throwing snowballs, or you've been shoveling the driveway, you've got wet jackets, gloves, scarves. You come back inside, you need somewhere to hang that stuff up to dry. Um, having a towel rack in one of these, you know, mudrooms, wet rooms, utility rooms, when you walk back into the home to hang up to dry, it gives you that nice com- comfort and convenience of not only hanging it up somewhere rather than throwing it on the floor, um, but it dries it out for the next time you go to put it on, maybe in a couple hours or the next morning or something like that. Um, and, you know, same thing within the summer, maybe it's bathing suits and pool towels, wetsuits, life jackets, stuff like that. If you live near a body of water, something like that, you do some sort of outdoor, outdoor activities, you come back and you got to hang this stuff up to dry somewhere. Um, again, rather than putting it directly in a tumble dryer, which consumes a lot more electricity than a towel warmer um, and may not be readily available, um, having a towel warmer when you walk back into the house uh, gives you a place to hang all that stuff up. And, you know, there's a lot of trends with these, you know, uh, uh, entryways that are being built to be much more functional. You almost have like very nice, fancy cubbies and locker room type feels and, and, and looks to them. You know, that's certainly an aesthetic option to put a towel warmer in there that can give you a place to hang four five, six jackets and towels and bathing suits and whatever it is that you have. Especially like if you had that pool, you know, pool room or something out there, the the little house for your swimming pool out there, you can put it where all the kids come in and towels could hang up over there. And so those are always fresh and clean. So you're not just doing that uh, hot tub as well, right? If you've got that doorway that's going out to the hot tub, probably should put one of those on the inside. So that way you've always got a fresh towel coming out of the hot tub. Yeah, 100%. I mean, you have the... The entryway kind of laundry room, if you're in a you know colder climate, you've got snow boots, you've got jackets that will get snow and, and moisture on them. But then conversely, I mean, uh, a lot of people, when I speak to them, you know, in Florida, or whatever, they'll say, you know, oh, well, why would we want to use it down here? Uh, people don't think about humidity and how hard it is if you are in an interior space without ventilation. That's not mm-hmm. going to dry. You, you Again, you're just, you yeah. have dead air. There's nothing moving that towel and moving that air. And I mean, it. so you, if you have that, you know, uh, that towel rack there, 
you don't even have to worry about that. You don't have to have ventilation necessarily. And I mean, I talk from my personal experience, I had one of our plug-in freestanding models, which is a very popular kind of entryway because it doesn't require any installation. Um, and it just yeah. basically sits on the floor and you plug it in. But I mean, I, I was in, I went to school here in, in Atlanta at SCAD and, and our, our dorms were a converted motel uh, that had a... Oh, wow a internal linked air conditioning uh, circulating system. So oh. not only were you struggling with your own uh, tiny little motel bathroom with no ventilation, you had everyone else's bathroom sort of linked. So that was fun. But, uh, you know, having, Ooh. yeah, my bathroom was pristine. I mean, I, I, I'm pretty sure I plugged up my vents and I just said, you know, what, towel, towel rack, you know, I'm going to rely on you. Now, please don't let me down. And so, you know, it, it makes a, a huge difference. Uh, I mean, especially in that case for dorms, um, you know, they're not, I'm sure everyone's experienced uh, a bunch of guys living in a, in a small cramped area with no <laughs> ventilation. You know, you do not, you want to give your towels every chance to survive in that situation. Like that's, you know, that's not, that's, I mean, ground zero for probably every bacteria in the world. Uh, so, you know, just, just having something to fight that and, and, you know, and it, again, it's, it's passive, you don't, it, for, for kids, for people who are, uh, you know, lazy, um, who end up throwing their towel on the bed in the morning and then coming back and finding, um, you know, a nice, uh, moist, uh, mattress, uh, you know, oh, yeah. it's, it's, it's something that it is one tiny thing that you do anyway, just, just hanging it up. And there's actually a, an intrinsic benefit from doing that. So, you know, having that reward from, from hanging up your towel, maybe, you know, I'm not saying it's going to, uh, change anyone's habits anytime soon, but you know, it may, may inspire you to, you know, do something for yourself, do something for your towel, you know, poor towels get a bad rap. And I mean, um, you know, we can do a little bit to take care of them. Um, you know, we should, we should definitely do that. They take care of us. And they I deal with a lot of our stuff. And I will say it will change that habit because, Naturally, you go and throw that on the bed, even if you're a 12-year-old boy that I was at the day that did that sometimes and throw it on the bed. The next day, when I have a cold towel that's damp, in my head I go, shouldn't have done that, should have hung it back up. Yep. You're penalizing yourself by not doing it. So I think even a, even a kid that has no care in the world, whether whether it's sitting on the bed and there's a wet spot on the bed of the bed because of the of a wet towel, I think naturally you're going to train with that just because you go, oh man, I got this cold damn towel. I, yeah. I did this to myself basically. Yeah. Yep. benefits, And then so, also, you know, you're going to hopefully stop having mom or dad yell on you for not putting the towel back on the <laughs> towel bar. You know, you put it on your bed or you left it on the ground or blah, blah, blah. You know, eventually nobody likes to have their mom or dad yell at them over and over again. So, yeah. No, it's not at all. Well, I mean, it, for, so what is I, I remember growing up, I mean, uh, I'm, I'm, I was born in South Africa. Um, in fact, that's where our oh, cool. first, uh, product line, uh, was sourced from. Um, and mm -hmm. back there, um, we essentially have, um, circulate, uh, hot water circulating systems for, for heating, um, which is then usually connected to radiators, um, in the bathroom. So you'd have these giant, you know, iron thinned, uh, radiators that sit in the bathroom. And it was sort of this thing, um, you know, I remember specifically my grandma, she would make sure before we get in the bath, you got to take your towel off the rack, off, off the, the single bar, and you got to throw mm -hmm. it over that, that radiator. And that's really where it came from. And I mean, that's, uh, that built a habit for me very early on doing that because it was sort of a, I can do this one thing, which is moving this piece of fabric from there to there. And I get a warm towel afterwards. Like that's so, so little work for such a great payoff. You know, it's, it's, uh, yeah. it's something that you don't forget. Yeah. And then, 
you know, you need it. No question. So where do these, where do people find these? So if you're out there and you're going, okay, uh, okay, guys, you've talked me into it. How do people track these things down? So there's one of two ways. Um, so if you're working with an interior designer, architect, something like that, and, and you've been doing product selections in a showroom, uh, we sell through kitchen bath showrooms nationwide. Um, on our website, we have a showroom locator function or, or where to buy. I think it's called where to buy. Um, it'll take you to a map of uh, North America and you will see all sorts of pins or dots all over the place showing uh, retailers, kitchen bath showrooms that we work with across the country uh, that are authorized distributors or sellers of our products. Uh, if you are more uh, e-commerce inclined, then we also sell online through a whole variety of different uh, e-commerce channels. And you can just Google, you know, Amber Towel Warmer. If you know what model, after you've kind of done some searching and research on our website, you can just Google that product uh, into Google and it'll return a whole host of websites from your big box stores to independent, you know, more industry kitchen bath focused uh, e-commerce websites. That is great because, uh, yeah, that's a game changer. And then how long if somebody's going to do a custom one? Obviously, that takes more time because you've got to have a, a finished custom done and then you've got to produce the whole towel warmer. Is that something that takes, uh, you know, months and months or how quickly does that go? Yeah. So custom finishes generally about a three month lead time, roughly from the time you put oh, the order good. until you get the finished product. Yeah. All right. So, and then that's pretty good. Heck. Last year, people were waiting 18 months for a dishwasher. I know. Three months yeah. really quick. Yeah. It, 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 <laughs> uh, yeah, no, regular, kind of regular off-the-shelf off stocked items, you know, you're probably looking at about a week, maybe a week and a half to two-week lead time. Uh, we stock everything here in Atlanta, Georgia. So if you're, you know, where you are, Eric, across the country for us, you know, maybe it's on the upper end of that week and a half lead time. Um, if, you know, if you're in the Southeast or something like that, it may be just a couple of days. So. Um, anything that's stocked is going to be a quick turnaround time. Special orders will be yeah, about a, a three month lead time, roughly. Cool. And website, what's the best way to find you there? Website is www.ambaproducts.com. And Amba is spelled Alpha Mary Bravo Alpha. Amba. There we go. Yep. There we go. Is there anything we didn't touch on today, guys? Yeah, I guess I guess you know our our goal really is to very similar to those radiators in the houses in Europe's and 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 stuff like that is to to make it sort of uh not not a a additional add on to the bathroom but sort of one of the core appliances that you put in your bathroom because I mean uh, as you said the the uh, the Japanese and and higher end toilets um, you know with all the functionality are sort of coming coming up now and people are seeing that there's a lot of room for improvement in some of the stuff that they probably hadn't thought about so you know if we are you know if someone walks by one of our products in the showroom and gets to touch it and say wow you know this makes sense now you know that's what we really what we hope we hope people can see the value in it and see that uh, you know such a simple uh, appliance can really make a big difference uh, in your daily routines. Yeah, and that, and that, to that cool. point, the the tactile, the interaction on our where to buy uh, showroom look at our website, you can filter by uh, retailers that actually have our product on display. So if you're kind of one of those people that really likes to interact with products before you mm -hmm. feel confident enough to to make that purchasing decision, you can filter by uh, displaying retailers. It will tell you which collections there they have on display in that showroom as well. Right. So if you're not, or if you're kind of leaning towards, uh, you know, say our Quadro collection or our Jeeves collection, you can see which uh, retailers nearby you may have that product on display. So you can see exactly what you're 
what you're looking to purchase. Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. Peter Harris, thanks for coming on today, guys. This is great. And uh, make sure, guys, you head over to the website and take, take a look at this stuff because uh, I'm a believer now that it's in my house. It's one of those things that uh, is a complete game changer in the bathroom. And uh, now, now I'm thinking about other places in the home, too. So thanks, guys, for bringing that up. Absolutely. Thanks, Eric. Absolutely. Thanks so much for having us, All Eric. All right. I'm Eric G., and you've been listening to Around the House. Anywhere beyond the me Life is a love song, let's be lovers We're all over the radio Take my hand, I know where to go All over the radio with you Hey, it's Eric G. from Around the House. Are you planning a decking or siding project this year? If you are, you've got to check out my friends at Millboard. Millboard is a completely different kind of composite decking and cladding that enhances outdoor spaces with enduring distinction. Hand-molded from the finest oak, it realistically mimics the natural grain and color of premium hardwood. If you're looking for something that doesn't look like plastic and instead real wood, check out Millboard.com. Make sure and check out that interview we did just a few weeks back. That's Millboard.com.